We should do like a couple like dry, you know, runs. Dry runs. Dry runs, dry of, like runs an, for, of an opening. For the opening. And see how awkward they can be. And then you should like compile them all That's together. That's a good idea. Yeah, that'd be good. This week on The Common Denominator, we have Elena Robinson and Garrett Robinson. That was clunky. <laughs> Why are you referring to me as Elena Robinson? I know. Am I your aunt? I could do like a or Dave Ramsey kind of thing. This week on The Ramsey Show, <laughs> we have my wife, my best friend, Elena Robinson. There we go. That's a little. That's how Dave Ramsey does his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. My daughter, Rachel Cruz. That's, that's what he does. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm here. Yeah. So. Ten episodes in. I changed the name of the podcast it like was that. it was the common denominator with garrett and elena robinson mm-hmm. but i've posted 10 episodes and we just haven't connected with the podcast so i switched it to with garrett robinson mm-hmm. and okay. now you're now you're upset i am upset uh why are you upset because i wanted to be honest with you i've never seen you get so excited about doing something before and uh, I really wanted to put this time into it with you. And I've been working to make this happen. Right. And then suddenly you throw in the towel and you give up on me. Well, so I feel that about you. I've been doing <laughs> this for 10 episodes. Where have you been? You've never invited me. Invited you? You just started this doing it. This is in it. your house. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is your room yeah you pay and, for this room you pay yeah, the rent yeah yeah and you post this at like two o'clock in the morning and That's then you true. tell me the next so here's morning the problem. you're like oh yeah i posted something last so night and i'll and i'd be like I, we watched a movie yeah. last night we hung out last night we drank coffee and then i go to sleep and then you do your podcast it's while true. i'm sleeping well okay so there it's a multifaceted issue mm-hmm. that i'm not willing to talk about yeah uh but here here goes so I get home and I want to, you know, it's t- so much work to put the kids down and make sure the house is relatively clean mm-hmm. and that dinner's on the table at a reasonable hour and the kids are in bed at a reasonable hour. This isn't when you get home. This is when you wake up on your days off. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. Okay, so, but it's still a lot of work. Like yeah, I wake no, up is. and I'm like, okay, I, we got to hit the ground running kind of thing. Yeah, because you wake up at like two o'clock in the afternoon. Right. Yeah. So like because in the of my middle of the day, right? Because of my yeah. job, yeah. No, I, not I can't I'm, imagine. Not because I'm like a lazy, lazy dude. No, no, no. It's it's my job. Yeah. You know, I, I say that to make it's, myself feel better. <laughs> no, but it's um, two o'clock. It's it's your morning, but we're we're yeah, halfway so, through the day. So we get all, all the work done, all the work that it takes to run a cohesive household. Mm-hmm. And by the time that's done, it's usually 9.30. 9.30, 10 o'clock, yeah. unfortunately. I'm wide awake. It's like 11, 12 o'clock for me in, in my internal clock. So I want to spend time with you. I want to watch a show and yeah. I want to eat tacos and you know yeah. a donut and, and have fun and you know whatever. By the time we're done doing that, it's like midnight. Yeah. It's like 11, yeah. 11.30. So who am I to say... I'm lucky if I make it to who, midnight. Who am I to say, now let's do a podcast, which, by the way, and you made a point before we started recording, you teach at four in the morning. I do. I have to be up so in four hours. You have to be up in four hours. Less you than don't four get hours. sleep anyway. No. You You get like five hours, four or five hours of sleep a night on average. Well, nights that I have to teach, yeah. 
at nights when you don't have to teach, you still get an ungodly amount of sleep. I might get like six uh, or seven. Ungodly lack of sleep. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's not it's not healthy. The it, it's not I do healthy. For love. So that's what I'm saying. I I don't have time to do a podcast at three in the afternoon with kids screaming and work that needs to be done. They 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 need to go to the park. They need to get outside time. I need to get outside time. Yeah. Or we need to clean the house or we have errands that we have to run. Like you went to the library today. You oh, crossed the border it. to the library. I loved and it. I, I I loved it too because I got to be home with all four kids and enjoy their company and have a lot of fun. I don't get that time because in my afternoons, which is now, you're sleeping and the kids are sleeping. So I don't really I, I don't get that time with them. So, so it felt, it's not it's it, not any one specific problem. It felt great. Well it's it is is it isn't is and it isn't. So I want to do this podcast with you. For the last 10 episodes, I've had yeah. your name on the podcast. Yeah. But who am I to ask you at midnight? Okay, we, uh, we're lovey-dovey with each other, and we drank coffee and watched a show and enjoyed. We tacos. And, and we talked yeah. about our we week. We up about life. And now, now I'm now like. Now I'm falling asleep, and you're like, yeah. hey, let's go record something exactly. that we're going to post. It makes me feel bad. Yeah. It makes me feel really bad. So. That's why I've just kind of been doing it because yeah. if I don't, the episodes aren't going to go up. Yeah, no, I know. So, I mean, I guess there's, I've gained a new confidence over the last month um, since I started this, um, this Spanish challenge. Desafio is the word in Spanish, but um, it's a challenge to go from beginner to intermediate Spanish in a month or three months. And you know, I've been telling you about it almost every day um and uh and so i'm doing this and it's hard because the professor asks you to put in an hour a day you know and i talk to you about it right and i'm always like oh i got spanish homework to do so as if my schedule wasn't busy enough yeah i'm like every night telling you oh i got more spanish homework to do right because he wants you to put in an hour a day and i'm not really by any stretch of the imagination probably putting in a whole hour every day but I catch up when I can on homework I've fallen behind on. Some nights I'll put in two hours. Some nights I put in half an hour. Um, but what blew my mind is, you know, today was our fourth class. We have a class every Saturday morning on Zoom with the professor. And uh, I, he kind of congratulated us all on doing this for a month. And what blew my mind is in a month, I have managed to put in an exceptional amount of work into my Spanish learning. Like day by day, half an hour here or an hour here or 45 minutes there doesn't feel like a lot. But after a month, I'm shocked at how much I was able to carve out of a very busy day. So it's like I realized if you do want to do something, you will find the time. Right. Like and that that I think is kind of a new realization that I kind of reached because it's because like, yeah, the kids go to bed and from 930 to 10. I have half an hour maybe if I want, if I want to go to bed at 10, if I want to right. go to bed at midnight. And this is on the weekdays. Yeah. Yeah. And if I'm going to go to bed at midnight, like I have two and a half hours, but I often don't force myself to use that time well, uh -huh. you know? So I think, I think there's a lot to be said of, of like being a mom of four, you have a lot of excuses, right? I mean, hell, I'm a mom of four. So like, I don't have any time, right? Quote unquote. Sure. But I can, I can 
have time and I can make the time, right? And mm-hmm. if I really want something, it'll happen. And you're, I mean, the same goes for you. I mean, you work 15 hour shifts, you know, you have you have so little sleep during the week, I work right? 115 hours. I mean, you it's know, crazy. It's crazy what you do. You only have three days off, and even those three days off don't start until three o'clock in the afternoon because you have your right. ridiculous schedule. It's nice to have and three then, days off, and too. then you're awake all night. And and I do, I do kind of get you just doing whatever the hell you want with those uh, the hours that you're. I mean, I usually stay up with you until midnight ish, and yeah. you maybe go to sleep at five a.m. Right, so you do have about five hours there. But I mean, if you just blew that time on Netflix or YouTube, there's not much to be held against you for that. Even though you are very good about helping around the house during that time too. Anyway, you are making the time to do this podcast. And that's very impressive, I Mm. think. I think it's very impressive that for two months now you've been regularly posting something that's very consistent. And I think that it just goes to show if you want something, you will find a way. Right? And I think that that's pretty impressive so my i guess so back to your confidence my, my whole my whole point in saying that is that i think if we cut back on a little bit of the ordering the tacos and a little bit of the watching the latest show on hbo or whatever and we say hey let's make this short and sweet and let's jump into another episode i have a new confidence that i think we can do basically what we put our mind yeah. towards. So if I'm, you want me on the show, yeah, and I said do. many times I do. you do. Of course I do. I think we can make it happen. So I am going to put your name back on the so, show. Thank you. Sorry for my long, long, long-winded No, it's good. That's, that's, that's why good, I have a podcast. That's a good introduction into who I that's am. That's why I have a podcast. <laughs> I have long-winded answers for everything. But, and you're very competitive. <laughs> Extremely. In college, you took 24 credits. Yeah, per sem- yeah, for the semester, the last semester, yeah, the last semester, twenty-four credits. Yeah, I wanted to graduate. What's then. the average credit amount students take? Fifteen? I think you 15, can. I 17? think I think twelve to eighteen is the range for. Uh, uh, your normal tuition includes twelve to eighteen credits. <clears throat> per semester. Yeah. There's two per semesters semester. per per <clears throat> school year. So if you go if you go less than twelve, you're considered part time student, and if you go more than eighteen, then you have to pay for each extra credit after that. So my my reasoning in saying that is you're like a madman when it comes to like when it comes to competitive. Co- I mean, being that, competitive. That's a good point. I didn't. I you're, guess I learned this in college. Like, if I wanted it, I did it. Right. I got the you're like, done. You're like Mario Kart in mirror mode, racing yourself. <laughs> you you do a time and and you you say to yourself, "I'm gonna beat that time. I'm gonna beat my time trial." And you just keep going and you keep hitting it. So you do 18 credits at Davis College, and you and they okay. are Davis credits, so yeah, they're so they're not as hard as as easy, yeah. as uh, you know as, as like other universities. School credits, right? Yeah, uh, but but. It's that time trial. You're like, I'm gonna beat myself. If you, if you could see yourself being a mom through a video camera, I bet you, I bet you, you'd watch it and you'd say, you know, I can do the dishes a little bit faster so that I have more time outside with the kids. <laughs> and then you go outside with the kids and and whatnot. You're an extremely competitive. I mean, person. it's not about the competitiveness though. It's I think I I unfortunately I tell myself I have to do this. That's the problem. Yeah. So that can be really burdensome because you, we were talking about this the other day. I'm the exact opposite. You, you don't tell yourself that you have to do anything. 
No. <laughs> I don't think in general you wake up in a day and say I, I have to do basically much of anything. I've at talked all. about I've talked about the Enneagram on this show a couple of times. I'm a nine on the Enneagram, which essentially means You're the I'm, least motivated of the numbers. I'm like I I'm like Newton's law of physics mm -hmm. where things that like to stay put stay put you know there's like, a, i think isn't there a saying that's like like you're slow to finish but are you you're slow to start but like once and, you get even going slower to finish so like but i think i think there there is a saying that's like oh they're slow to start but then they'll like I've they'll get going so i feel like i've heard something like that but for the enneagram they were like yeah yeah like you start off slow and and you might peter off and never actually even get there yeah like, and okay like, so what's what's the enneagram uh, just say it for the listeners oh for, uh, so like, we know what the enneagram is but what what is the enneagram describing it is so, somebody who's never heard of the enneagram before uh from my perspective it's like the oldest it's it's the oldest form of uh organizing or kind of um what's the word it's, it's really A late personality me. test no, yeah, it's the oldest. It's the oldest way of describing and kind of categorizing uh, personalities. And so, according to the Enneagram, there's nine main personalities, but an infinite way, infinite way, those number, those personalities can be played out in people's lives. Mm -hmm. um, but nine kind of root personalities, each each personality having a possibility of one, uh, two different like an wings. overlap. Yeah, like, wings like, with their. Like, like you you're could be a, a nine wing one or a nine yeah. wing eight. So you're a two. Yeah. And two or three. I, I'm still divided on that one. And you you could have characteristics of the one of or the, the three. one or the three. Yeah, and the three. I think I'm probably lean harder towards. I might be a three with the characteristics of a two. Right. Either way. What what in your perspective? What's the enneagram? It's. And how did it's it change? Like how a, did it affect your it's life? It's like a characterization of people. Mm-hmm. So like a Myers-Briggs style personality test. Yeah, like all of those personality tests have some truth to them, for yeah. sure. And they're all good tools. Yeah. The Enneagram is fascinating because it's probably the most relatable personality test I've ever taken. I read it and and I have this light bulb moment. I, I look at it and I say, oh, that is me. Oh, I do that. Yeah. I, I'm like that. Have you, or, have you looked at like the Myers Briggs or the yeah, temperaments, the four yeah, temperaments, we, or anything when, like that? Yeah, when when we were in college. Yeah, yeah. I I had to take a couple of different personality tests in my in my psychology class. Okay. Uh, so so I you know I learned about you know the disc profile analysis. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. All those and Myers Briggs yeah. and stuff like you know and it, I mean they're all fun. And, and none and of them really kind of kind of struck you. Well, I mean, it's fun. It's always fun to read about yourself. Yeah. So I, I'll take the test and I'll say, "Oh, that's me," or I'll do the disc disc assessment profile and I'll say, "Oh, yeah, I am like that." Yeah, yeah. But with but, the enneagram, I read the enneagram and and I thought, or a, a book called "The Road Back to You," and like a good intro to the enneagram. Yeah, and. And I thought, wow, this really describes me as a person. I think that's what captivated me most about that book because I don't usually read books, but it 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 hooked me because I love reading about myself. Yeah. You know the the kind of selfish part of me. Um, well, I think uh, different different from the Myers Briggs or the or the disc or whatever. That's like, oh, you have a tendency of doing this. I think the Enneagram was like, this is your day to day, right? Uh -huh. 
didn't kind of like point right. out like your like your your day by day process. Yeah. Like, I think it made it very relatable, right? Definitely. Most definitely. So And like what you seemed pretty impacted when you read the chapter about yourself. Yeah, I I I'm obsessed with I'm obsessed with um self-help, I guess. I I don't know the word. There's that quote in Fight Club uh where he's like self building is masturbation or something like that you remember what he said <laughs> i don't exactly yeah but like improving yourself yeah right? self-improvement thank you oh, yeah yeah they uh, tyler jordan in fight club he, he looks at that gucci advertisement on the bus and, and tyler you know tyler jordan looks and he's like oh is that how you want to be self-improvement's masturbation and i thought that <laughs> that, that, that quote always stuck with me yeah that movie is deeper than people give it credit for but I also want to want to stay away, keep keep at arm arm's length, the the culture of of like go get them, yeah. You know, like that like huge self self help uh, movement, like hustle hustle. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. want to keep that kind of at arm's length, where it's like, oh yeah, you know, wake up at six in the morning and and take a cold shower at 605 yeah, yeah, yeah. and eat the same breakfast every single day by 645 you're you're writing you're in your day planner about exactly what you're going to do that day and you're working out until eight o'clock and and you're hitting those business deals and you're getting that funding for that thing and and you're hustling and oh, look how successful you are and look how big you are i look at something like that and i think you're going to do that for so many years and then you're going to lose yourself in the process. Mm -hmm. One day you're going to wake up for your, your 6am routine and ritual and you're going to take your cold shower and you're going to think, who am I really? What, what do I like? <laughs> what do I enjoy doing as a person? But there are numbers. There are people that would thrive in that though. Yeah. And, and, and it works for those people. Yeah. Numbers referring to personality. I guess. I guess call it. I guess call it. You know, like masturbation, self improvement, like masturbation. You know, it's like. What you're just pleasuring yourself with. Essentially, with, with how so you're like you're you're ad, you're addicted to the success. Yeah. You know, well, in, in and, the same way that somebody could be addicted to gambling. Yeah. Well, you I know? mean, and like, like it's not about the money. No. You know, it's it's never about the money when it comes to gambling addiction. It's about that. That rush. rush. I yeah, won. Yeah. I won. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to invest all of the winnings yeah, and yeah, do yeah. it again and lose and be depressed because my life is going nowhere. And then I'm going to put more money into gambling. I'm going to win and it's going to feel great. You know, it's not it's not about the money. No, no, no. And, they, and there's just enough wins in there to and keep them going at it. Hustling that world and culture of hustling having a Lamborghini and a library in your garage, like uh, Ty Lopez, like all those self-help people. It, it's, it, it could be a very good addiction, but it can also be very cult-like. Well, so the problem, and this is- Like the, the wall, like the Wall Street guys. Yeah, The yeah. stock market guys who are like, yeah, we're getting it. Yeah. You're like, you're kind of in a cult, you know? Well, that, and so the three on the Enneagram is the most success-driven number type of people, right? Happen to be the three is the ones that 
you know, and, and there's a, a quote about them, but they can even spray paint failure to look like success, right? Yeah. Because they, they're just everything about their life is like they often are some of the most successful people that you know. Um, and, and not not in any specific manner. If if success is, you know, having a bunch of kids and being a stay at home mom, then they're going to be the best darn stay at home mom they could possibly right. be. Right. So whatever it is, that's what the threes are driven by this image of success. And unfortunately, our, our Western culture in America, that's like what America's founded on, isn't right. it? Like what's that? What's like the American dream? Like you're founded in like you have the great job and the house and the two cars and the money and the Lamborghini, like you're saying, like that the whole culture is just inundated and the house in with the hills, this that stuff. success, right? It's even worse. It's it's exacerbated by what I heard growing up. You can be whatever you want to be. Yeah, yeah. You can do anything. You can yeah. be an astronaut. Yeah. I can't be an astronaut. <laughs> I can't be an astronaut. I subscribe to that, though, and I know, and I know, I can't. I think you could be. No, no, I I don't have. You know, I would look at one trigonometry question, and I'd be like, "Yeah, sorry, where's the door? Where's my free lunch?" There's no limit. There's no limit in my mind to what I can do, and worse yet, to what I want to do. There is no limit. Like my life, my 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 biggest um, trouble. Oh, hello, baby. Hi, baby. Hi, Adelaide. Our our third, the youngest, just opened the door. Oh, she can't come in. Baby, here, let me go. Let me go get her. Let me get her. Okay. Uh, keep talking. Uh, I lost my train of thought. You were talking about the enneagram. Come here, big girl. Come on, Adelaide. She's not crying. I'm surprised. Maybe she'll let you hold her, and we can finish this up. That's two. That's two of them we have in here now. We've Everett sleeping on the bed and. Adelaide and Daddy's arm. She's good. She waked up. I gotta change her. Waked up, so she doesn't leak into her into her crib. For for those who don't yet have toddlers, um, if your baby takes a full bottle before the baby goes down, she'll leak. You don't change them. In the middle of the night, probably leak in the middle yeah. of the night. Some I mean, sort of bodily fluid. She she probably shouldn't be drinking bottles before bed. We only give her water in the bottle anyway. Well, but. that's not true. I only give her water. In the I give her almond before, milk before bedtime. She only gets water. Yeah, I, nap time, I give her she almond gets, milk. She gets and because milk. I'm awake, I usually change her at about this time. Maybe that's why she woke up. After a year old, it is not good for their teeth to give them milk before they go to bed. Just disclaimer. But what about almond? You do milk? you? Does that? It's still got I sugar mean, and stuff in it. it. Shouldn't be. It shouldn't be on her teeth. While I mean, she's it's sleeping. like soaked almonds. Yeah, but anyway, maybe that's the microphone. So my existential problem, I'd say that we're ex existential, 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 exit, existential, existential, you got my, it. My existential problem in life is that life for me is too short to accomplish yeah. everything I want to do with my life. My life is too short to do everything that I would want to do. So I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. I think I'm never going to be a perfect at one thing so i might as well go at my own pace <laughs> i'm not gonna be the astronaut i'm not gonna lead the cavalry into you know oh, into God. the so war zone so i'm like hey let's just let's just have fun chill I, out i would love to go to medical school uh -huh. honest honest to goodness honest to goodness dream of mine i would love to go to medical school like when the kids are out of the house and i'm 49 years old yeah. i'm going to apply and take my mcat it's going to happen and that's just one of the things I want to do. I have this. I want to like run an orphanage. 
I want to speak three languages. I have this fantasy. And the only time that going to medical school and becoming a doctor fits into that fantasy is so that I can sit at my desk and someone comes in and says, this horrible thing, it's horrible. And I look at them and I say, yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> you know, like, like you're the expert and you're just kicking back. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. But I've learned something about you. You, and this is what makes you more genuine than most people, than even me, right? You yeah, do that's not... The, that's the computer, baby. You do not shy away or pretend in any manner to be interested in something that you're not interested in. So uh -huh. to you, there is no... There's no, like... Like, to me, if someone says, like, oh you should do this or you should you should try this or you should be good at this right, right. i have that should dr driving me a lot of times right i have that should like oh well i should do that that's what a good person does or that's what like like i, I might not care about my literature class but i still need to get oh sorry geez. it's a two-year-old i still need to get an a in it right because i need to that's my right. drive should we try and do something with her uh this is a good time to i'm sorry i just farted <laughs> This is a good time to end, I, was I think. If you were yeah, say I probably have picked up on the microphone. For any of those listeners who heard that, welcome to you the were graced, House. You were graced by the wonderful voice of the Down Under. Um. Anyway, I'll wrap it up. I'm driven by what I feel like would make me look successful and what I should do with my life, right? To some extent. There's a lot yeah. I do that I don't need to do, but I feel like I need to. And you are very real. You're like, I don't want to. And that's it. Like, you just, yeah. you're real with the fact, like, I've been telling you for years now, you need to learn Spanish. Like, you really need to learn Spanish. And I do. I do need to learn Spanish. And and you don't want to. And so you don't. No, I mean, and, I and should you, want and to. And you grace that's yourself with this freedom of just acknowledging uh -huh. that you don't want to. And so you don't. But that's what the, the enigma. That's the killer, too. The enigma is that that. As much as you can be seen as lazy, you work your butt off when you want it. Yeah. And that's what's blowing my mind about you. I, I, No one can say you don't work hard because when you want something, you do it. Well, that's that's also the You got that's your also CDLA in, what, two weeks and passed every test first time? Well, that's also the downfall because I should want to know Spanish. Yeah, but... And I would be you don't better... I you would. I would be better if no, I knew you Spanish. Would. You know, you lived here for four years and still can't... I would be better... Yeah, but I don't, and 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 you can't fake it, and that's the thing. Like I fake I my I want to fake it. I want to fake my way to knowing Spanish. You know, like now I genuinely want to know Spanish, but there's things I do that I just feel like I study I Japanese do. more than I study Spanish. You know, like like do I necessarily want to you know do a thousand books before kindergarten with my kids? Not not necessarily, but I feel like I should. Right. So I, I put time and energy into it because I feel like I should. Right. But it, there's a passion, isn't there? When you do put yourself into something, there's a passion there. Like I told our, you. Our two-year-old is hiding behind the curtains here in our guest bedroom. Where's Adelaide? There she is. Where's Adelaide? <gasps> Wait, where'd she go? What a baby. There she is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen such passion in you. So I guess to, to bring this full circle, the passion I've seen you put into this podcast is inspiring and uh, uh, exciting for me. It's exciting for me to see you really invested in something that I don't 
often get to see this side of you. I appreciate that. I don't often get to see a side of you. Like tonight, we were sitting on the couch together. <laughs> and and you looked at me and, and you were like, hey, do you want to, what'd you say? Oh, do you want to play a board game? And then suddenly your eyes got really wide and you leaned over, like you leaned closer to me and you're like, do you want to record a podcast? <laughs> Just the sheer excitement in yeah. your face. Uh, was just mesmerizing. It's like that quote from La La Land. That's my favorite quote, right? She goes, she goes. Um, people will get excited about what you're excited about, right? Because excitement is, I think, in a lot of ways. So I, we cut out for a second, but yeah, yeah the, I was, the microphones cut. I'm, our two-year-old pulled something. Uh, I was just saying that it, it, uh, excitement, excitement's contagious. And I think that your yeah. excitement about this podcast, I think it's it's infected me. That's for sure. Well, it makes me feel good that you say that. Yeah. It makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel good about myself. Because when the honeymoon phase wears off in doing this podcast and I wake up and I just tell myself I don't really want to do a podcast today, hopefully, hopefully that will be enough encouragement to want to keep going. Yeah. Well, and I can try and keep you motivated. But I want to join in you carve out that time right. to make this happen because i think that you know consistency right. is key yeah I think so you're, you're doing that so w while we're on this topic before we wrap up i'd like to post once a week so for anybody listening that's going to be my posting schedule that that's what i'm going to shoot for once a week and i've been hitting that for the last two months so anyway i really appreciate you guys coming you guys listening in and hopefully we can grow me. right Yay. right Hopefully we can we together can grow this podcast uh, and tell your friends about this podcast. Tell, tell your friends that, you know, this little, tiny little thing and you're like the first listener. So that would really help. Also, um, check out my friend Dave. I'm going to put his phone number in the show notes. He connects people with insurance like uh, employers and and other things for like personal personal health insurance. He's a really, really good guy. He's not paying me to say this. Uh, he's trying to, but I don't want to take money from him. Uh, really good guy, Dave. I'm going to put his number in the show notes. But thanks for listening. It was a real pleasure. And uh, Adelaide, do you have anything to say, baby? Where's Adelaide? Peek-a-boo. Oh, just giggles. Well, that's the show. Thanks very much, guys. All right. Thank you.